0: Ventus Radio London, inspiration for the soul. I'm Barbara Lawrence and this is Family Matters. Today we're going to talk about goals and goal setting and asking the question why so many people do not set goals and what is the difference between goal setting and New Year's resolutions, yes?
1: I'm so not perfect But every day I'm learning striving and searching to be a better person i'm tired of my life i'm tired of the pain i'm tired of my past the guilt and the shame i am sure that you hear my heart's desires i've been the limit and through the time
2: See, I'm a believer. Or do they disagree? Can they see that I'm trying with all that I have? I wanna be in first place. I can keep on being last. I am sure that you hear my heart's desire. to define That's what I want
0: today I have Carol Lilly and Carol's a qualified well-being and mindset coach practitioner she's also a speaker and trainer welcome Carol
3: thank you Barbara
0: welcome once again to family matters now I'm gonna ask Carol to pray for us this morning
3: Lord why do I sometimes need such determination and willpower to do the simplest most boring and mundane things that if I were to get started would only take a couple of minutes to finish Help me, Lord, when I'm tempted to give up on the job. Amen. Amen. Thank you so
0: much, Carol. And that's so ripe for the conversation we're going to have this morning. So, Carol, let us get straight into our discussion. I'd like to read you something that I found last night, and it goes like this. A New Year's resolution is where a person resolves to change an undesired trait or behaviour to accomplish a personal goal or otherwise to improve their life and it went on to say and this was taken this was written in 2000 uh, February 2018 according to a US News and World Report it said that 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by February mm. and it's now <laughs> the third of February yeah. now have you made any new year's resolutions
3: um, I don't tend to make new year's resolutions I tend to make goals so I said goals I set short medium and long-term goals
0: lovely lovely yeah now I don't I don't do um, New Year's resolutions no. either because <laughs> like I think I'm part of that 80% yeah. where it actually um, I fail to keep them yeah so can you explain the difference between New Year's resolutions and goal-setting please
3: yes so when you in, essentially, when people are setting New Year's resolutions, they are in in actual sense setting a goal. The difference is they might not actually be writing it down and being quite specific in the way they're setting that goal. Um, I think. Um, what people tend to focus on is the wrong thing. So what people tend to do is we think of the outcome that actually needs to change but what we're not actually looking at is the habits and the process behind the system, mm. those habits. Okay. So for example um, say you have a really messy room and it's really disorganized and you walk in and you think gosh this room is so sloppy and messy I really have to do something about it and you get motivated and you spend an hour tidying it up. Yeah. Then you have a clean room and a tidy room but just for now but actually, what you haven't changed is the habit that started that whole messy, sloppy process in the first place. Okay. So it's the habits that we need to be looking at changing. So I think when we're, when we're setting goals, rather than saying New Year's re- resolutions, because often people will say, I want to get fitter. Well, I want to lose weight. Um, I want to start meditating. But it's quite grandeur and large because they're not looking at breaking it down. So what does that sort of person look like who wants to lose weight? And how much weight do you want to lose and by when? So, about making it more specific. Okay. And I think what people need to do is you need to focus on the person you actually want to become. And what I mean by that is, okay, say you want to lose weight and you have an idea as to how much weight you want to lose by when okay what does that sort of person look like? What, what would that person do? Okay they'd start off by maybe um, visiting the gym if you haven't been before or they'd start looking at particular classes or or maybe doing 20 pull ups or press ups a day. Mm. You know starting in small increments and, and having a system focused approach and kind of showing up really and making sure that you, you're committed to that goal and I think sometimes with New Year's resolutions a year has passed by and we go Oh, gosh, you know, that year wasn't that great in terms of my diet or in terms of my... um you know, giving myself some more time, quality time, whatever it may be. And I think making it more specific, looking at the habits as well, that's the key. Okay. And writing it down and kind of looking at breaking it down and and changing the habits as opposed to looking at, like like I said, the entire kind of um, outcome that needs to change. It's rather the process. Yeah, because I remember um, reading, when I was reading about this subject, that um,
0: the biggest, the first um, goal that a lot of people set Mm -hmm. is losing weight. Yeah. And, of course, I think you are right, and I agree with you, um, that breaking it down is really important. Absolutely. Like you said, for example, mm. how much do I want to lose? When mm. do I want to lose it by? Mm. Et cetera. I think it's really, really, really good. Yeah. So um,
3: so how does goal setting benefit a person? Oh, in so many ways. And actually, what I was going to say is, mm. you know when we come to the end of a year, yeah. it, you know, it, it's kind of what you want is not really to have a particular result. It's more about... Um, rather to look at yourself in a new way. So say you've reached the end of the year, you've lost that weight, but you've kind of changed those habits so you see yourself in a different light. And I think that's what's really important. Um, goal Goal setting is fantastic, I think, because... Um, you take control of your life, first of all. Um, it's very self-motivating. and kind of it increases your level of confidence as well because it really is something to work towards. And I think if you set specific goals um, that you've written down and that you know you can kind of break
4: yeah. into
3: small steps, um, you kind of feel like you can achieve them rather than it be something quite large that you haven't maybe broken down. Mm. Um, You tend to make good decisions and you tend to finish the task far more efficiently and effectively as well if you've got goals. And um, it kind of makes you feel a bit more motivated, a bit more enthusiastic to work towards a goal when you set goals and you actually write them down, you tend to make progress and you become closer to whatever success looks like to you, whatever it is that you want to accomplish and achieve. It, it does sound like goal setting
0: is different to a New Year's resolution, yeah, doesn't it? It definitely. sounds very much, it's it's quite different. Because yeah. a New Year's resolution, sometimes we just say off the cuff, yes, don't we? We absolutely. just say, oh, my New Year's resolution is <laughs> not yeah. to eat so much chocolate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in reality, exactly, we still go, yeah. but you mm-hmm. might say, my goal setting is right not to eat so much chocolate but you might reduce your chocolate intake
3: absolutely rather than stopping completely Compl- yeah yeah or or perhaps looking at uh, what kind of chocolate do I eat okay it's milk chocolate full of sugar like, mm. let's try dark chocolate right. little steps changing little habits what's making me eat what's driving me to eat that sugar yeah so it's about looking at it in a bit of a, a deeper kind of level I think looking at the habits so I guess my
0: next question would be why don't people set goals why don't they set goals? What, what's difficult about setting goals?
3: I think there's different reasons. I think sometimes people don't really know how to set goals properly because sometimes we can say we want to achieve something, but unless we write it down and we're very specific about it, it's just really a wish. It's just a hope. Um, There's so many different uh, reasons, and, um, you know, I was thinking about this last night, and I think procrastination is a big one, you know, leaving things that are difficult to the last minute or avoiding them and making excuses. A lot of people have quite a pessimistic attitude, Um, you know, always seeing the pitfalls rather than the actual possibilities. Fear of failure is a massive one. You know failure holds you know fear of failure holds us back a lot of the time. Mm. And I always say to young people that fail is the first attempt in learning. All the greats in the world have failed so many times, and without failure we won't learn, we won't achieve. Yeah, you know and it's that subconscious level of, um, well, if I don't set a goal, then I haven't failed, yeah. you know, so I'd rather yeah. not do it. Ambition is a massive one. A lot of people lack ambition. And I'm not generalizing because there's many people out there that have great ambition, but I think a lack of ambition is a kind of a result of our value system. And a lack of desire to kind of live a fulfilled life.
0: So when you say lack of um, ambition, is that... So So, give me an
3: example. What would that look
0: like? I
3: think, I think first of all, um, limiting ourselves and having limiting okay. beliefs. Mm. And um, ambition is, is is the drive to, to make you want to kind of live a fulfilled yep. life. Yep. And I think a lot of the time it takes... You know, some people think, oh, it's it's just too hard to achieve. It's just it's too big. It's I can't do it. I, can't do I don't it, yes. know where to start. Yeah. And that's often what you know some people will have the drive to want to achieve but they just don't know where to start and how mm, to do it mm. and i think our value system looking at our value system is massively important mm. you know what what are your values what are your principles what's important to mm, you mm. and that often will drive you to be more ambitious to achieve your goals yeah. um there's a story that i just want have Have we got a couple of minutes yeah, yeah, a very, very quick, quick story yeah. so this, like is a, yeah, this is a great story about you know why people um, more people don't set goals. So there was a fisherman who, every time he caught a big fish, would throw it back into the river. He would only keep the smaller ones. A man was watching this unusual behavior, and he asked the fisherman why he was doing this. And the fisherman replied, "Well, because I have a small frying pan. Most people never make it in life. They don't fulfil their potential because they're carrying a small frying pan, and that's limited thinking." Oh yes. So that's another. <laughs> you know, that's another thing about. Um, it's it's a lot to do with our mindset and limited thinking. Um, I think also a lot of people fear rejection, you know, um, if I don't make it, what will other people say? Yeah, especially if you've told people. (laughs) Exactly. Mm. And it's more about not worrying about what other people think or say. It's about your your own kind of self-reflection and your own self-awareness and what you believe you can achieve. And, Mm. you know, a lot of things like um, low self-esteem, I mentioned procrastination, I think sometimes... um, not knowing how to set a goal, so it's a little bit of ignorance there. So nobody taught them how to do it. Perhaps when they were younger, they never learnt the importance of goal setting. Yeah. It was never explained to them, and a na- lack of knowledge. So I think the more we um, teach young people how to set goals and, and, and what they can achieve by setting them, you know, that generation will grow up and then teach their children and, and so forth. So it's really important we teach young people this. Yeah. So I guess um, so. So why do we fail then? I mean, you, I know you just mentioned a couple yeah, of the reasons why we might fail. I think, um, first of all, I mentioned about the goal being written down. It's so important that you have, like, maybe a journal or a book which is specifically set aside only for journaling and for goal setting. Mm. And, um, you know, when you write something down, it's concrete, it's visual, it's something that you can look back on and reflect on um i think it's important as well to have some sort of reward system in place so sometimes people fail because they don't have a reward system in place and when i mean a reward system i'm not saying once you've lost that 20 pounds for example that you go out and you know celebrate in some way (laughs) or you buy yourself that new dress it's more about um rewarding yourself for the small steps of success that you achieve towards that goal um sometimes people fail because the goal was not uh, realistic and, and that's the other specific. thing, isn't it? We
0: are, we're not sometimes realistic in our goal setting, are we? This is it. This is it. Exactly. Mm. I mean, if
3: you've been eating chocolate for 20 years and what? all of a sudden you go, I'm going to go Stop. cold turkey. Oh, absolutely. It, it's, you know, kudos to those people who do it because mm. there's not many of them mm. out there. Um, I think also a little commitment as well, if there's little commitment to start with. Um, and when people change and keep on switching goals... So not sticking to one. To one, yeah. If you give yourself too many to achieve, it's really difficult, mm. you know, if there's one or two, but try and stick to them. And um, Perhaps the person who set the goal hasn't told anyone else for um, accountability accountability well, is really idea. important so if I set a goal there'll be two or three people fairly close to me and there'll be a family friend mem- and somebody I work with um, or somebody knows me through work check on you and make it sure yeah me, absolutely and also um, having the goal incorporated into a realistic plan that includes measuring it time you know times timelines and resources so there's more to setting a goal than some people think it's not just about jotting it down yeah there's, if you if you stick to these sorts of things then you know failure is probably not going to happen really and if it does if you've if you've got if you've held yourself accountable you have the resources and so so forth even if you've kind of you know fallen off the bandwagon you'll get back on it a lot quicker yeah that's really important
5: we are people and we love to get connected We connect as families because of birth. We connect as friends because we click. And we connect as communities because we care. Seventh-day Adventists are people who connect in communities called congregations, which in turn connect to form conferences, who connect together to form unions, divisions, and the general conference. Why do we connect? It starts with a connection to the Creator, Who invites us on a spiritual journey. When we journey together, we can help each other along the way. This journey is a journey of a lifetime, and as we learn and grow, life becomes filled with meaning and purpose. Our greatest joy is in helping others along the way. Wherever you are on your journey, we believe that we have something to offer that can make your life more whole. So the next time you see a Seventh-day Adventist, remember, you're not looking at someone who stands alone. They are connected to a world church that has 18 million members, gathered in 13 divisions, comprised of 122 unions, formed by 600 conferences, serving in 140,000 congregations in 208 countries, who worship in 924 languages, and they all want to connect with you.
0: I'm Barbara Lawrence, and this is Family Matters. Now, in the studio, I have Carol, and Carol and I are talking through goal setting, a very important topic, especially as it's so early in the year, and actually it's February, and they often say that New Year's resolutions are broken by February. But Carol is actually going through with us, telling us how we can actually, rather than, we can reframe the word um, New Year's resolutions to goal setting, and it's so important and very interesting. Carol, I just want to ask you a question. Um, I've heard of the word smart in different contexts. Mm. Can you tell me how smart relates to um, goal setting please? Yes yeah, so what S- does it mean?
3: So smart's an acronym used for goal setting mm-hmm. so for example, so the S stands for specific or stretching actually so stretching is really about challenging yourself and specific is for example, say you have a goal, I want to lose weight um, so this is wishful thinking, right? right. <laughs> it becomes a goal when you pin yourself pin it down to I want to lose ten pounds in. 30 days, for example, or in 90 days, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. Um, M stands for measurable. So if we can't measure it, we can't accomplish it. It'll be quite difficult. And so measurement is a way of monitoring the progress. So, for example, um, £10 in 90 days or however many days is measurable. Okay. Um, A is um, it has to be achievable. So you have to be able to achieve the goal. It's got to be something that's realistic and that you know that you have the resources and the support that you'll be able to achieve it. Um, but it's also got to be challenging enough. So kind of if it's if it's not ta- challenging enough, it's not kind of stretching you and pushing you kind okay. of thing. Um and realistic is, again, a person who wants to lose, um, say, £50 in 30 days has been quite unrealistic. Okay. Or a person who's been smoking for 20 years and all of a sudden wants to go cold turkey. It could be, it could be quite unrealistic. I mm. mean, some people can achieve that, but it's generally quite difficult. Mm. So There's got to be something you know is realistic. Um, and time. the last one, T, stands for time bound. So, you know, there should be a starting date and a finishing date. So, for example, um, I would like to lose um, 10 pounds by the 1st of May 2019 is a little bit more. It's, it's time bound. There's a, there's a date there. Mm. And it doesn't have to be specifically the 1st of May. Let's just say the beginning or middle or end. So you give yourself an idea of mm. when you'd like to lose the weight by. Mm. Um, so those are kind of the ways to break it down. So I hear you saying then it's really important.
0: What what I'm getting from this so far, it's really important to be specific, yes, rather than very general, yeah, definitely around making uh, setting goals. Yeah, okay, that's lovely. So um, I know you gave us a great example there, and we keep talking about losing weight. So maybe we should <laughs> <Or> something else. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should um, change our thought about losing weight, and maybe use a different example because I don't know if there's anybody out there yeah. that are thinking. But I mean, I was just thinking the chocolate one's a good one as well. So um, so how can you plan uh, to Set a goal. I mean, I know we have to be specific. Yeah. So, how, how do we do it? Do we do it a year in advance? Do we do it a month before? Do we just say, actually, I want to lose weight? Whoops, mm. lose weight. I want to stop eating chocolate. I want to stop shouting at the kids. Yeah. H-
3: how do we do it? Um, it's a very good question, actually, because I'm going to go back to the habits very quickly before okay, I yes, go. before I that. answer that. Because mm. I think what people have to look at is to change a behavior for good, you have to start believing new things about yourself because okay. often often it comes down to your mindset um, and it's very easy to say I want to do this by within, within a year well, I want to do this in six months you have to look at your mindset and and do you think that you're actually really going to achieve that? Um, so it's kind of thinking of how we typically typically set goals we might say something like okay um, I want to start meditating or I want to become healthier whatever that might mean to you that doesn't necessarily mean about losing weight that could be I want to start eating more vegetables or more fruit or right. drinking less alcohol or whatever um, these goals are all centered around our performance and our appearance. And these kinds of goals are really good, but they're not the same as habits. So we need to start looking at identity-based um, goal settings, so looking at our habits. So if you're already doing a behavior, then there are types of goals that can help you drive forward. But if you're trying to start a new behavior, for example, something you've not done before or something you may have tried and it's been tricky and you've kind of, you know left it on the Mm. sideline then it would be better to start with an identity based goal Um, and the reason it's hard to stick to new habits is that we often try to achieve a performance or appearance based goal without changing our identity so most of the time we try to achieve results before proving to ourselves that we have the identity of the type of person we want to become
0: okay now that sounded really um went a little bit above my head (laughs) so can you can you break that down a little bit okay so habits i heard the word habits yeah
3: I heard the word identity. Yeah. Okay. So break that down a little bit, okay. please. Okay, so it should be the other way around. So, for example, say, mm. okay, I want to become healthier in okay. the way I eat yep. and what I put into my body. Mm. So what does that look like? What does that person look like? What sort of identity would they have? Okay, okay so that sort of person... Um, might plan their meals ahead of time. Mm. Might change the way they shop. Okay, uh, buy different yep. sorts of foods. Start mm. buying books that are more about nutrition and health. Might start following people on social media. Um, you know, for example, you know, uh, there are doctors out there you can follow. There's Doctor um, Oz. There's a uh, Doctor Mercola. There's so many different people yeah. that you can learn from. Okay. So, what does that person look like? Okay. okay. So, type, decide on that type of person you want to be, then. The habits are the, the behaviours that you have. Okay. So it's about changing the behaviours that you have. Okay, so Right, so what do I generally do when I go shopping? Which aisles do I go to first? Okay, Do I have the recipes at home? What are the habits that I have sustained over a period of time and the thinking patterns that have stopped me from becoming that sort of person Makes sense. now breaking that down? Okay. Um, and then, like I Is said, that- the small wins. Proving it to yourself that you can do it just for the small wins. Even if you've just gone to the shop and you've bought those vegetables, you've bought that fruit, you've bought that cookbook, and you've started doing it, reward yourself, you know. And I don't mean going going then and <laughs> reverting back, but reward <laughs> yourself in a way that, you know, even even just kind of giving yourself a bit of time and saying, you know, well done to me, you know, I'm taking mm. that step. Mm. Um, that's what I mean. Our habits are, are, are quite tough to change because, you know, they become ingrained and they become habitual patterns Yeah, so the habits, so that might be the most difficult part Mm. of
0: this Mm. process, is changing the habits. Is that right? Yeah,
3: and that's what it is. I think it's, you know, if if you've been, um, for example, if somebody has been going to the gym for years and years and years or exercising for years and years, they are not going to be just physically fit and healthier. They're going to be stronger, and they're going to be mentally stronger as well in many ways. So it's about... um, OK, so if I want to become um, healthier, what does that person look like? Or or is there somebody out there that I can follow that mm. I can kind of emulate their habits? So, you know, like the body coach, Joe Wicks, I think his name is, you know, you could, there's so many people out there that we, we can learn from. Yeah. You know, and, and it's easier for somebody to break habits if they've not had those habits for a long time. But if okay. you've had it for a long time. It's kind of ingrained. It becomes kind of Very conscious, smart, you know. Yeah, I could well imagine. Yeah. So back to my
0: question then. Mm. So how can we plan yeah. a goal that is specific? Because and, yeah. and I say planning, I mean, do we have to psych ourselves up, think about it, maybe start writing things down? I don't know. You tell, you yeah, tell me. Yeah. I mean,
3: I don't want people to think this is just so such a difficult task no. because I, I, you know, when I'm talking about. Um, planning it's not like you have to spend weeks and months and that sort of thing i mean yes there's some goals that people that will want to achieve like i don't know let's go for climbing Mount kilimanjaro for example Mm. that's going to take planning Mm. and actually life is about planning if you look at the very successful people out there that's because they have put plans in place they don't just go and do things off the whim um i think when you're planning a specific goal it has to be stated in the positive so you have to state it positively, okay? So, for example, I want to take a course in belly dancing. Okay. I'm going to use that example. <laughs> yeah. thought okay. of this last night. I thought, let's move away from food and diet because obviously it's, it's been Christmas, but we've, we've, you know, it's been a month now. So, example, I want to take a course in belly dancing. So, mm. okay, so let's go deeper. So why do you want to achieve that goal? Why do you want to reach that goal? Okay, I'd like to learn how to belly dance. I'd like to try something different. I'd right. like to get fit. Um, I'd like to have a flatter tummy, whatever it may be, okay? So what's the action plan? So what steps should you take? Okay, right, so I need to go to the college and find the details of the belly dancing class. Um, I need to organise my time better. I need to sign up. Um, You know, thinking of how to approach the practical, exactly. Mm. Um, Then what will help you to reach your goal? So, yes. Um, so what will help you reach your goal? So time management, money, um, persistence, practice, putting, uh, you know, getting to the classes, determination, all those sorts of things. And mm. then, okay, so then you have to think of the obstacles. What problem might you face? Yeah, okay, well, like Um So the class might be difficult. I might not know anybody I might not have enough money if you have children there might be you know young children there might be childcare so it's about how do I work through those little problems or challenges and then the last of all would be the way of dealing with the problem so okay if there's some things that might be tricky for you um, how would you deal with that so perhaps talking to the teacher finding someone with a friendly face that you can chat to how can you budget for the class is there a class with a creche facility you know th- those sorts of things Okay, yeah. So it does take a lot of
0: planning. Um, so we c- we shouldn't really think that we could just do it overnight. Really, no. Is what absolutely, we're saying. yeah. So we should try and um, plan, and I think being specific as well is really, really important. Is what I'm getting from you. Definitely. So um, I was just thinking then, why do people often stick? Not often stick to New Year's <laughs> resolutions. I mean. I think goal setting is more specific, whereas Mm. New Year's resolutions appear to be not so specific.
3: Yeah, I I think there you go, you've hit the nail on the head. I think that's probably why New Year's resolutions are often not stuck by. I think in America, it's like you were saying, I think 6% of people stick to New Year's resolutions. I don't Mm. know what it would be in the UK, but... I think that's the reason why is because often it's something that we've not thought of or we have thought of, but maybe we haven't been specific about it, written it down. All the points I've made in terms of how to set specific goals, um, you know, holding yourself accountable, all these different things, then it's much easier to procrastinate and become demotivated and make excuses and worry about failing because all those sorts of things then start. Coming into in, play,
4: yeah.
3: yeah, and it's about your mindset as well. I mean, how important is that goal to you?
4: Mm, how much okay. do you really
3: want to achieve it? What would what would it, it mean to you? So, looking at the bigger picture. Mm.
6: That I used to be. Now it may take a while, so try to put on a smile. The reason.
2: Radio London, inspiration
0: for the soul. Good morning and welcome back to Family Matters. Yes, Family Matters, this is our new title, our new show. Carol and I are and I'm picking, um, goal setting as opposed to or versus New Year's resolution. And now, Carol, we're going to talk about procrastination And they always say, I like this, Mm. procrastination is a thief of time.
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So how can we be intentional about not procrastinating when we are looking at goal setting?
3: Yeah, so procrastination really is the force that prevents you from following through on what you set out to do, isn't it? So it is the thief of time. Mm, Yeah, thief of time. Um, Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, going into it, procrastination is often associated with low self-esteem. Um, with irrational oh, beliefs. I've yeah, never, I've never really thought of yeah, it that way. Yeah, when we look at people who procrastinate often, there is a, there is a reason for it. It's not just because they might be, people perceive them to be lazy oh, or demotivated. Wow. It's, it goes deeper than that. Yeah, oh. In many cases, it does, yeah. So procrastination is often associated with things like irrational beliefs, fear of failure, low self-esteem. And researchers, I've, I've done quite a lot of reading and research into this, and researchers have actually found this to be very true, that... Um, poor study habits for example in young people um, and depression too is also related to procrastinating and often students and adults who procrastinate they also struggle to manage distractions and often have very low levels of self-regulation
0: oh that's really interesting because I would say I wouldn't have thought of it that way Mm because I I'm a procrastinator sometimes I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it the next day Mm. I think
3: it depends I think if you procrastinate certain tasks and you leave little things like like for example for myself I don't like doing anything that's around accounts and finances so when it comes to that time of year I'm like oh gosh I'll leave it till next week I'll leave it till next week but then I know I have to do it and Mm. I'll do it but that's Probably the main thing I procrastinate about. Right. There's, there are certain things I procrastinate, but I will eventually do them. I'm talking about people who procrastinate often. Okay. You know, when I'm talking about young people that I work with, those that you know um, really struggle to study, struggle to work, str- struggle to find motivation. Um, you know, might struggle to do quite um, mundane tasks that we all have to do. I'm talking about that level of okay. procrastination. Okay. Okay. So putting that aside, it's 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 good to point out because um, if you procrastinate a lot then it gives you something to think about. It's a bit of food for thought. Do you have low self-esteem? What, why are you procrastinating all the time? I think sometimes we have to look at the deeper level, like, okay, so I procrastinate quite a lot about that, or I procrastinate quite a lot about several things. Why is that? Is it fear of failure? Okay. Is it low self-esteem? Yeah. Yeah. Am I feeling low? Mm. It's it's important to question those things because once you know the reason behind it, then you can actually find the support and help yourself, and maybe do a bit of research into how you can change that before you okay. know like moving forward. Okay. Um, so, some tips, um, actually, um, to overcome procrastination. First of all, um, doing the task that you're procrastinating over just for a few minutes. So, just starting it, rather than thinking, I have to spend four hours doing this. Just starting the task and spending maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is. Because once you start something, your brain remains alert until okay. you've actually finished it. And it's so easier to So, give us an example. Back. Sorry, give me an example. So, for example... In relation to goal setting. Okay, let's have a look now. Let's see... Um, should we go, you you give me an example, because I keep on going back to weight or belly dancing. I, I'm thinking, well, well, if that's easy, let's go with the weight thing. Okay, well, we, let's go for the weight thing, for example. Now, <laughs> if that's something you've been procrastinating about for a long, long time, and you've been on diets, yo-yo dieting, in and out of gyms, not going, you know, stopping, starting, that sort of thing, um, perhaps looking at, Like I said, breaking it down into small steps and perhaps looking at, okay, what's the reason behind me procrastinating about this for so long? Because I like food? Because I like food, because what is it? It Is is it too much hard work to get fit? Um, Is it fear of failure? Is it fear that I might, um, you know, not succeed, not lose the weight? All those Um, things. All those things. So... Breaking it down and saying, okay, fine. So, first of all, how can I stop myself from procrastinating? Let's make one step. Okay, I'll join the the gym. Okay, that's one step. step. Now I'm going to hold myself accountable and I'm going to tell a friend or tell somebody who I know is going to be... Checking up on me, not not in a kind of you know, yeah, that that kind of you know, constantly calling you and just checking up on you all the time, but holding you accountable. How's it going? But um, it might also be not saying I'm going to the gym five times a week,
0: but
4: yes. saying oh, right, I'm going to
3: start off for two times a
4: week, absolutely. twice a week,
3: absolutely. And mm. um, I'll do uh, you know maybe I might swim one day, and I might do a Pilates class another day mm. because it should be fun. Yeah, exercise uh, the things that you know we, we want to achieve in our lives. We need to try and flip it um, and think of how we can do it so it's fun mm. for us and engaging. And it's it's all a learning process at the end of the day. Mm. So I think just breaking it down. Like, for example, myself, you know, when it comes to the um, doing the finances or doing my taxes at the end of the year and, you know, for the previous year, it's something I really don't like doing. But what I'll do is I'll I'll break it down into small tasks. So, for example, I'll go to my file. I get all my expenses. And what I'll do is I'll say, OK, um, this week... I'm going to just spend maybe half an hour or an hour adding up all my expenses. And I'll just do that. That's it. Then the following week, I might give myself another task. So Mm. I'll give myself... I know that by the end of January, they have to be submitted online. So I'll say start, okay, fine. In the new year... um, in the first week, so say by the third, fourth of January, this is what I'm gonna do each week, so that by the end of the month I've done it and I've submitted it or I'll start in December. But breaking it down. Yeah, so it's make not, it more manageable. Yeah, exactly. And not leaving it till like four days before it has to be done. Yeah. That sort of thing. Well that's me, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's so easily <laughs> done and it's just we all procrastinate, it's just part of being human. Mm. Um but I think when I said about doing that also doing the hard task first because your brain is still fresh so you're unlikely to give up so you know let's say for example studying because a lot of young people are going to be preparing for their gcses this year okay so um and you know over the next few months so for example um i remember when i was at school i really didn't enjoy studying afrikaans which is a language you have second language in south africa and i also didn't really enjoy studying maths Mm. but what i would say to myself sometimes is, i go okay fine I'm going to start with Afrikaans today, okay. I'm going to do an hour because it's my worst least favourite subject, I'm going to do it now and that's it. And then I, after that I would think actually my brain was still fresh, I was engaged, I thought okay I've got that out of the way and I felt a bit of a sense of relief and yes. then i go to biology or geography, something else I enjoyed. Mm. So starting with the hard task first, um, and again you don't have to spend hours doing it, just start it and spend, give yourself a, a, a time, a time. time to, yeah. in which to do it. Mm. Um, And believing in your ability you know for me i always always start with self-belief and your mindset because that's where it all comes from you know why do we give up why do we procrastinate why do we have low self-esteem why all these things it's about you know self-belief and Mm. believing in your abilities believing that you can achieve it Mm. you know even if it means putting on a bit of motivational music or doing something that's going to get you in that mood to believe that you can do it Mm. um also managing your environment is really, really important. So getting rid of distractions. So if you have to do something, you know you have to focus. And that's probably one of the big things as well, isn't it? Exactly. Especially especially for young people. I yeah. mean, if, even for adults, but really for young people, you know, having your phone, you know, in your bedroom or, you know, being in front of the telly or whatever it is, you know, just try to be very strict with yourself and put those things away when you're doing the task. Yeah. Um, set yourself short deadlines which i've mentioned already so that you know you can reach you know those those um tasks that you you have to do so it's it's something quite large that you need to accomplish Mm -hmm. you know you know you have to get it done breaking it down and setting yourself sort of short deadlines um modeling success is a really important one so um you know, having a look at other people who've achieved that goal, other people who've done really well in that area of life and, you know, modeling them, emulating them, following them. What is it that they've done? Oh, okay. So, you know, I would like to write a book in the next year. So, and it's a specific book um, around, um, you know, specifically for young people around lots of topics um, to help them prepare them for, for for the real world and for life when they become adults. So how do I do that? Okay, I'm going to be breaking it down, but okay I've never written a book so I'm, I'm looking at people who have written books specifically for that audience and maybe in those kind of subject areas so so I can model that sort of success and that's how you start um, and making the task harder it actually makes it more interesting and really? challenging yourself mm. making it harder doesn't necessarily have to be spending more time on it and um you know, but thinking of challenging yourself, making it a little bit harder, but kind of how can I make it fun? What else can I do yeah. to make? It? And sometimes when you challenge yourself and make it tougher, you would be surprised at what you achieve. Yeah. That sometimes we sometimes we go with the easy option, the mm. easy route, and actually we don't have such a great sense of achievement then because mm. it wasn't that tough. I mean, maybe going back to something you've achieved in your career or at school that was really difficult. How proud were you of yourself, you know, yeah, when course. you did that? Yeah, rather than doing something that's really easy. Yeah, yeah, that, so. sounds,
0: that sounds a, 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 a task, mm. making it harder, yes. Amidst the procrastination. Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or even just finding a way of making it fun for yourself. But And I was just wondering mm. about motivation. I mean, mm. how,
0: how can we motivate ourselves to... Um, to to work on all these things i mean you've said so much carol yeah how can we motivate ourselves i mean because i i think Mm. if you think of um, new year's resolution we say i want to lose weight i'm sorry i keep coming back to the (laughs) thing the weight loss i want to lose weight i want to eat less chocolate but how do we get motivated
3: to do that yeah is it easier if you're goal setting rather than new year's Uh, resolution definitely definitely well the motivation will come once you already once you've set the goal and you follow the steps the motivation will come a little bit more naturally than it would do if you just say, "Okay, my New Year's resolution is I want to become healthier or fitter, stronger. um, You know, I want to find more inner peace, whatever it might be. Mm. Um, There's something I found, actually, um, a fantastic author called Stephen Pressfield. He's written a book called The War of Art. And there's a great line, and it says, at some point, the pain of not doing it becomes greater than the pain of doing it. Oh, wow. Okay, so Mm. that's, yeah. And um, Zig Ziglar, I often mention him to young people, who's a motivational speaker and author, fantastic man. Um, You know, I watch him a lot. He passed away a few years ago, but I watch him a lot on YouTube, and I've read a few of his books. And he says about motivation that people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing, he says, and that's why we recommend a daily. <laughs> so that was one of his yeah. quotes, which I think is great. I think with motivation you know it's not easy you know we don't all wake up in the morning feeling motivated and rearing to no, go of course not but if we have a plan if we've written our goals down if we've broken them broken them down if we have short medium long-term plans and long short-term medium and smaller goals um if we followed you know the acronym we spoke about smart mm-hmm. if we look at the small steps we look at the habits if if we do all of that we put that little work in before the motivation will just come naturally. And I think it's also about finding ways to um, keep yourself motivated. So do you have resources available? Do you have a support group? Um, Do you have somebody who holds you accountable? Mm. Is there somebody you could do the task with? You know, if there's a goal that you can maybe, there's a friend or someone you know who wants to achieve the same goal, maybe you can look at doing it together. Or if you don't do it together, maybe you can look at keeping and holding each other accountable. Maybe having a weekly catch-up. How did it go for you what did you achieve this week because that motivates people mm. that's why a lot of people when they go to the gym they don't like actually physically going into the gym They do classes instead because you know once yeah. you walk in that class you have to do it yeah, but when you're in the gym you might get a bit lazy on the machines and that sort of thing so finding ways that will motivate you so does that mean watching an inspiring motivational video on YouTube putting on some music um, having a little reward for yourself finding somebody to hold you accountable. There's lots of ways that you can motivate yourself. It's just about thinking outside of the box.
0: And it doesn't have to be on your own, like you said. Absolutely. Um, get hooked up with someone, that yeah. the same mindset of you in terms of wanting yeah. to do the same thing, which is exactly. really important. Yeah, And even ringing a friend saying, look, I want you to hold me accountable. Definitely. Definitely. And that makes you motivated when you think someone's on your tail, really. yeah, That makes you accountable. Carol, we've we've said so much today, and I was wondering... <coughs> Excuse me, if anybody wanted some help and advice regarding this...
3: Yeah. Do you have a website or anything they can they can contact you on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can either go on my website, which is um, CL, so for Carol Lilly, um, coachingineducation.co.uk, or you can email me at carol at uk and then my mobile number or my details are on there, and you can also follow me. Um, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram, and I'm on Twitter as well.
0: Right, and it's Carol Lilly. Yeah. So I want you just to give me a... Few sentences of rounding this topic up, please.
3: Few sentences.
0: Yes. Okay. What would so you say
3: um how we start? I mean we've we've covered so much this yes. morning. So first of all we looked at um the difference between goal setting and years resolutions. Yes. So I think essentially to write them down, state them in the positive um frame, like we were talking about reframing. Yes. You know, state them positively, look at the acronym SMART, what it stands for and how you can follow that process. Look at look at, at identifying um, your habits. So looking at um, identity-based goals. So what are your habits? What are your behaviours that you can change? Really important. Um, really, really important. Procrastination. We've looked at so the tips how to avoid procrastination. Um, you know, which we all procrastinate. We're human beings. At the end of the day, and um, those tips that I mentioned. Um, thinking about um, if you have you know not succeeded fully in a goal. Okay that's all learning right so that's failing to me is all about a learning process so going back so, so it what? doesn't matter
0: that's important no. to say it doesn't matter if no you do fail when you goal setting,
3: absolutely not. No, and and then you can reflect and go, okay. Well, why did that not work for me? What didn't I do? And you might need to tweak what you whatever you've written down, mightn't you? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. And understanding maybe why um, when you you haven't set goals in the past, what's the reason for it? You know, or when you have, um, what didn't you do? What didn't work so well for you? So you remember, I was talking about you know pessimism, fear of failure, yes. a lack of ambition, rejection, all that sort of thing. So looking at it from that kind of perspective. Um, and, and, and I think also going out there and learning, you know, go on the internet. We have a plethora of information out there. You know, if you want to learn about goal setting, there's so many books out there. There's so many fantastic authors. Um, you know, for example... Um, if you go on to um, YouTube, there's countless videos.
4: Mm.
3: Um, there's some fantastic people out there who are experts in this area. Um, you know, for example, James Clear is a chap that I follow. He's written an amazing book called Atomic Habits. He's an American guy, and you know, he talks about um, habits and goal setting, but particularly habits and behaviour and identity-based habits, which is you know a lot of where I got my re- have my research from is from reading right. his books and 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 it's it's just going out there and just expanding your knowledge and talking to people and mm. there's so many different things you know i've spoken about why goals fail why why it's important to set goals you know it's great to say i'd like to do this by 2020 brilliant well write it down get yourself a book write down the short-term goals the and the um medium and long-term aspirations you have so you can work towards them yeah yeah so it's yeah. not impossible what we're no.
0: saying is it's not impossible
3: no absolutely it's all achievable not. it's all achievable i think what's important is planning mm. you know it's very easy to say i'm going to do this but but people who succeed is because they have a concrete plan in place. Mm, lovely. You know, and they work towards it, small increments, small steps, and celebrate that along the way. You That's know. great, Carol. You've been great. Do you just want to remind us again about your website and the information, yes, if anyone's yes, interested? Yes, absolutely. So it's www.cl, which stands for Carol Lily, uh, coachingineducation.co.uk, and my email is carol at cl in um, um, And all my uh, social. Um, media um, links are on there as well and my mobile phone number
0: Excellent, thank you Carol Carol, you've been absolutely wonderful again Thank you for again. having me <laughs> And hopefully you'll come in again and we can thank talk about other things yeah, Yes, absolutely And you've been listening to Family Matters here on Adventist Radio London and thank you so much for joining us this morning All I have to say now is have a lovely week and we'll hear from you next week Thank you
1: One of the things that I found out about life is that nothing stays the same and there's nothing new under the sun so no matter what you're going through right now or what situation you find yourself in just know that a change is going to come ladies and gentlemen nikki hill
0: your
2: change is gonna come hold on get ready for the best days of your life your change strong Change is gonna come. Hold on, get ready for the best days of your life. Your change is gonna come. Stay strong, your joy is coming in the morning time. Like I said, your change.